Are you ready for the word this morning? Yeah. yeah. Let's go to First uh, Peter chapter 5, verse 8 through 11. We were there last week, and I want to continue therein um, with our scam series. Look at your neighbor, just tell a neighbor. neighbor. Oh, neighbor. neighbor. Don't get scammed. Come on, tell them. Look at the next neighbor, give him a high five. Tell him, neighbor. neighbor. You look nice today. Tell them, don't get scammed. Don't get scammed. Glory to our God. God, we're so very grateful for this opportunity to preach your word. I pray now, Lord, that your power would move mightily in our midst, continue to do so, um, that this word would impact somebody's life so much so um, that they would be delivered from bondage, protected from the snares of the enemy. um, And also someone would say, what must I do to be saved? And we give you the thanks and the praise in advance. In Jesus' name, let everybody say Amen. Amen. So the Bible says, be sober-minded. Somebody say, be sober. Be, sober. Be, watchful. be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in their faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you've suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Glory to God. Listen, I started this scam series last week. Uh, with a message entitled, He Ain't Hiding. If you missed it, make sure that you go to our YouTube channel uh, and you check out part one. And the idea is the fact that uh, many of us today are getting scammed, uh, getting duped by the devil. And we are walking into traps that we didn't have to walk into. We're experiencing it in bondage. And not only this, not only is it us that's experiencing the bondage, But because Satan is not just interested in your demise and your destruction, it not only destroys us and impacts us, but it also impacts and causes destruction to the generations after us. I wonder if there's anybody that says, you know, not on my watch, that you can just say, not on my watch. And I told you, I want you to understand that the enemy is the king of bait and switch. The enemy does not care about your fun or your pleasure. This enemy I'm talking about is Satan. He doesn't care about your fun or your pleasure. He's interested in the assassination of your purpose and the annihilation of the generations to come after you. The Bible says that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus says that I came that you might have life and that more abundantly. And so what is happening in your life and my life might seem like it's not unfair. It seems like it's unfair seems like it doesn't make sense but the amazing thing is that God uh, is able to take stuff that doesn't make sense to human beings work it together for your and my good and his glory come on somebody and so the Bible says the text says that to be sober-minded and to be watchful because the devil prowls around like a roaring lion someone say like a roaring lion as we said there's only one lion of the tribe of Judah and his name is Jesus and the devil is a copycat And his idea is to act like a lion. And so there are things that he does that are similar to a lion and the methods that he operates. And I told you that because uh, many of us are expecting him in one way. That oftentimes he scams us because he shows up in in another way. 
And so we have to be, when we think about Satan and the way that he acts and the way that he often attempts to come at us and to trick us and to scam us, we have to, we have to, be, um, to be sober-minded. In other words, when we think about being sober-minded, we often think about not being drunk. Yes, that too, with, in terms of intoxication by alcohol. But being sober-minded has to do with um, being to a place where you're responding properly to temptation, you're responding properly to tests and to trials and to problems because Satan is prowling around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. When I think about scams, I'm like, listen, I don't know if you're like me, but a lot of times I will do a checkout or I'll go through the checkout line and, you know, I'm in a rush. There's usually people behind me. Um, I don't know what your grocery run is like. Yo, True State of Mandem have been doing this um, grocery pickup flex. Like since, since COVID, like that thing has been ministering to our household. Like all yesterday, we went like two hours late <laughs> and we still could pick up the groceries. It was crazy. Uh, somebody else doing the grocery shopping? Yes, right? Um, nonetheless, like it was insane because when we go through the line and every now and again, we still go through the line. And the fact of the matter is that, you know, I never forget one day I just said, let me just look at this bill. And I looked at the bill and I realized that there was something on there that the woman charged like five times. And my bill <laughs> was way more than it was supposed to be. But in the haste, in the rush, because the person who's doing the checkout is supposed to know what they're doing, right? I just went on and I let this thing go on and I didn't realize it. Ever been to a place where you bought a single and they charge you for a six? And it's just like, wait a minute, why is the bill so high? And so oftentimes, when we, um, when we do transactions and we go through lines and we drop our money, some of us, we go through this and instead of being attentive to what's happening, we just accept the charges without checking. I just showed up today, come on somebody. I just showed up today to let you know that when you walk out through the trend, you walk through life's lines and you are transaction with transacting rather with the cashier who's telling you that you owe a certain amount of money. You better check the bill before you swipe your card. Come on, somebody, because in life today, there are many things that the enemy will bring our way and he tries to put stuff on your bill. He tries to, like that. He tries to charge you with depression. Come on, somebody. He tries to put stuff on the bill that's from the past. He's trying to tell you about who you slept with. Come on. And who you cussed out. Y'all come to have church today. He tries to tell you about all this stuff. And the fact of the matter is that oftentimes you are walking around, watch, having to pay for something that is no longer yours. And the reason you can't sleep at night is because your account is deficient and the reason why is because you paid more than you were supposed to. Uh. And so it's imperative that before you leave the store, that you make sure before you leave the transaction that you're leaving with what you're supposed to leave with. See, many of you, you're leaving certain relationships or you're leaving certain situations that pop up uh, where you're interacting with folk and you're leaving with stuff that is not yours, having paid out too much. 
And the fact of the matter is we're getting scammed in this regard. And so I want you to note this as I'm thinking about how we often get scammed. When we think about the enemy, when we think about how he's like a lion. Someone say, like a lion. Like a lion. And I told you various things last week, you know, um, such as, for example, most of the animals that lions prey on can actually outrun them. But the fact of the matter is that because it's not about speed, uh, it's about wisdom, the enemy, what he does, this is one of the things he does. Lions are like stalkers. And so watch, they follow from cover to cover silently. And they're waiting for you to be in the most vulnerable place uh, possible in order to attack. Watch, I want you to understand that lions actually, watch, hear me, they will actually attack within 30 meters of their prey. And so the fact of the matter is, the lion is going from cover to cover, waiting for you to be in the most vulnerable situation that you possibly can. Oh yeah? Okay. Uh, Praise the Lord. And so with this in mind, looking for you to be in the most vulnerable place possible, from situation to situation. This is why, when you are in seasons of difficulty, You cannot just be by yourself. When you're in seasons of difficulty, you need to ensure that you're doing everything that you need to do to make sure that you are surrounded by the right people. Come on, life groups. You got to make sure that you have the right crew in your pack. You got to make sure if it's therapy that you're leaning in to have the conversations and to be able to unload the things you need to unload in a healthy environment. Because the enemy often will prowl and attack and will damage people who were off of their game. Like I told you, he's seeking a sucker. He's looking for you to be in a vulnerable place, a place of difficulty, a place where you're by yourself. And that is when he is desirous of pouncing on you and jumping on you. It's just interesting because his attacks are often based on proximity. If, he's, if a lion is attacking within 30 meters, I just thought that was pretty insane. Within 30 meters, I want you to understand that oftentimes, watch, uh, the one that, cruci- that had Christ crucified was sitting right at his table. Come on, somebody. Judas, if I can just talk, uh, in Matthew chapter 26, uh, verse 20 to 25, uh, the Bible unpacks this story. The Bible says in verse 20, when it was evening, he reclined at the table, speaking of Jesus, with the twelve. And as they were eating, he said, truly I say to you, one of you will betray me. So Jesus peaked game. He, knows, he knew what was wanted, right? And then he says in verse 22, Matthew 26, uh, he says, this is right before the institution of the Lord's Supper. It says, and they were very sorrowful and began to say to him one after another, is it I, Lord? He answered, who has dipped his hand in the dish with me will betray me. So, yo, Jesus was, uh, he peeped gay. And then he goes on and he says, he says, uh, the son of man goes as it is written of him. But woe to the man by whom the son of man is betrayed. It would have been better for that man if he had not been born. And then he goes on and says, Judas, who would betray him, answered, is it I, Rabbi? Bright, eh? I mean, I'm telling you, these people just have no shame. Just, he says, is it I? He said to him, you have said so. In other words, you lock yourself up with your, with your own mouth, fam. 
But notice, Judas is at the table. And so just like, I want you to understand this, as we're talking about uh, the scamsters, many of us are getting scammed because you are not protecting your proximity. Wow. Uh, look at your neighbor, tell them, neighbor, oh neighbor, in order not to get scammed, come on, you've got to protect your proximity. You got to be careful about who it is that you are getting close and you are allowing close because uh, they don't need a whole, they don't need to be a distance away in order to get you. Come on. They're waiting to get as close as possible. Jesus, look how intimate it is. Not only is he at the table, he says, whoever puts their hand in the cup at the same time I put my hand in the cup. That this is the, oh y'all, are you hearing what I'm saying? In other words, he makes it clear and he says, look, this person is close. Uh, and so I want you to understand he let, he let Judas uh, be there at the table. So watch, it doesn't mean, this doesn't always mean protecting your proximity doesn't always mean that you can't be connected to folks. Uh, it just means that you have to uh, be intentional uh, with who you let close. So there are people that can be in your life, but they just can't be at your table. Oh, man, did y'all come to have church this morning? I want you to understand. It's folk that can be in your phone book, uh, but they, they can't be in your inner circle. And so it's imperative. It's folk uh, that you can be like, yeah, you're my sister in Christ. You're my brother in Christ. Hallelujah. We go, we're going up yonder to be with the Lord. But I'm not telling you my business. I want you to understand that, watch, uh, not only did Jesus uh, protect his proximity, he allowed Judas to be there because it was a part of him walking towards his destiny, but he had a proper understanding and was able to discern the motives of those that were around him. It's imperative in this season when we're talking about protecting your proximity so you do not get scammed. You have to be able uh, to get to the place where you are activating and walking with discernment. Somebody, somebody just put your hand on your own self, lay hands on yourself. Lord, say, Lord, please give me discernment. Please, just again, come on, just put some Holy Ghost in that. Just say, Lord, please give me discernment. Give me discernment, discernment, the ability to distinguish between spirits. In fact, uh, the Bible makes it clear in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8, it actually says, For to one is given through the spirit the utterance or words of wisdom. I talked to you about that last week, to ask God for wisdom. To another, the utterance of knowledge or words of knowledge according to the same spirit. To another, faith by the same spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the spirit. To another, working of miracles to another prophecy to another the ability to distinguish between spirits that's another word for discernment in other words you don't just look at what you see but you discern or distinguish what spirit is behind someone that is in your proximity where you're praying, oh, y'all don't get quiet on me this morning. Where you are praying and saying, God, I know that they sound good. I know they smell good. I know they're saying all this stuff. Oh, they know how to jerk and shuck and jive. They know how to put their hands up good. I know they get, I know how to act the part. But I want to know, is this somebody that I am supposed to have in my circle? And even if they are a mess, are they a part of my purpose and my assignment? So one more time, say, God, give me discernment 
I want you to understand this because Jesus allowed him there because it was a part of his purpose, but he was aware. He was aware of what is go was going on. And so the fact of the matter is, watch, yes, Judas's folly was a part of God's plan to get Jesus to the cross, but it was also, watch, a revelation that sometimes the enemy is at your table. And then I want you to understand this though. Just because Jesus needed a Judas as a part of his story doesn't mean that it's healthy for you always to have one. There's stuff that Jesus endured because he was the savior of the world and to fulfill scripture that you're not called to. You're not called to die on a cross for your sins. You're called to pick up a cross and follow after him. But the fact of the matter is, there's some people, some of you, that have certain people at your table uh, that God has not assigned or called to have at the table, and as a result, you're getting scammed. Are you with me? The fact of the matter is that there are many of you that you think you have been duped into the fact that you think you need dysfunction in order to succeed. And there's this narrative, especially in the context of Christianity, that in fact, that uh, we're always suffering, we're always going through, and, uh, and the fact of the matter is that this is not always the assignment. Can I tell you this? That Joseph, although God used the, uh, the brothers of Joseph and what happened to Joseph, uh, there's a story in the first half of the Bible where a guy named Joseph, he you know, has a dream, and, um, as a, and it's about his family ending up bowing to him but it's actually for their prosperity in the future in a time of famine and he tells them the dream before he's supposed to tell them the dream and they throw him in a ditch and God ends up using that ditch to to bring him to a place of elevation but he went through all sorts of hardship as a result of him opening his big mouth before he was supposed to open it Oh, can I talk to somebody today? There are, God is not desirous of dysfunction in your life. God is not desirous of you falling into traps. Come on, somebody. Because of a lack of wisdom and discernment that you could have avoided at certain times in your life. And so you got to one more time say, protect your proximity. I want you to understand discernment is imperative. Acts chapter 16, verse 16 through 19. Uh, you know, there's a story of Paul and Silas. And you know, this is where we get the song, late in the midnight hour. Paul and Silas, they are in a prison. And then while they're there, there's a jailer and all this stuff ends up happening. And there's an earthquake and they're delivered from the, uh, the prison. And the jailer and his whole household are saved and all of this sorts of stuff. But what precedes that? Is something that we need to peep and it's very imperative for us to know. Look at Acts 16, verse 16 through 19. The Bible says in verse 16, As we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination. Now I'm telling you, first of all, I want you to note and I take every opportunity. I see this is why the enemy is fighting us so hard because I am not afraid to preach the truth to let you know. This spirit of divination is attached to psychics, come on, is attached to witchcraft, come on, is attached to the spirit of this age. You should not be calling yourself a Christian and going seeking soothsayer and seeking psychics and, and doing certain things that the world uses in a pagan sense to try and connect as a medium between you and, uh, and, and the other world or the unseen realm. Fact of the matter is all you need is the Holy Ghost. Amen. And prayer. 
and the gifts of the Spirit. And God can give you and I the clarity that we need to be able to move forward. Anything you get from a psychic is limited. Anything, I'm telling you, I talk, I've been saying it, y'all need to stop walking around with them all, with them seeing eye, evil eye emojis. Take that off of your Facebook profile. Take it off your Instagram profile. If you are a Christian, come on somebody. If you are a Christian and you are putting up that stuff on your stuff, you are insulting God. You're saying you're, you're trusting an emoji, come on somebody, or a pagan symbol over the power of God. And it's imperative for us not to be contradicting ourselves and doing these things. Who do you trust? Who do you trust? No. Are you sure? Uh, So look. I'm still crazy. I'm still crazy. But look. But look, here's the text. Here we go. Uh, Her owners, we're bringing her owners much gain by fortune telling. So Paul and us crying out, these men are servants of the most. So she's followed Paul and us crying out, these men are servants of the most high God who proclaim to you the way of salvation. So this woman with a spirit of divination is running around behind the, the apostles telling them the truth, saying they are servants of the most high God who proclaimed the way of salvation. And this she kept doing for many days. Now, Pete, Paul, having become greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, come on, you can be annoyed in the spirit, y'all. And he says, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ, come out of her. And it came out that very hour. What? This girl is walking around saying these, these men are servants of the Most High God, and they are proclaiming the word, the way of salvation, but she had a devil. There are many of you, you get duped because of what's coming out of people's mouth, but you don't know what's in their heart. And you don't know what's in their spirit. They, she had the right linguistics. She was saying what was right, but she still had the devil. And there are many of you that people are in close proximity following behind you as a cheerleader, supporting and saying the things that you need to hear and say. They are in your circle. They are at your table. And the fact is, uh, they are like, they are in the spirit of an enemy who is like a lion who gets, who stalks from cover to cover and waits until he's close enough to be able to pounce and get you. And this is imperative. I'm telling you, what are you saying? You need to survey every relationship that comes in your life. Survey every connection. Seek and ask God to reveal what type of relationship, what type of person this person is. And there are many of y'all that God has revealed the fact that some of the connections you have are unhealthy and are ungodly. And you still are allowing you say well you know he maybe he or she is going to change after time god has not called you to be a missionary in 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 terms of certain relationships there are some folk that need to be aligned with you before you connect especially if the only person changing in the relationship is you for the worst 
There are many of you, you know it's not godly. And the reason why is because you're changing. You're lowering your standards. Come on, somebody. It's a slow fade. You're starting to talk like you used to talk. Come on. You're starting to do stuff that you used to do. Y'all don't want to be real with me today. Uh, There's certain things that you're starting to compromise on. And it turns out that in many regards, you know these relationships are ungodly because they are pushing you aside from the things that the enemy wants. It's like, oh, well, this can't be that bad or whatever the case fact of the matter is there are many that you need to loose off because you have to protect your proximity and if there's nothing that you remember that i have said to you on today make sure you protect your proximity if god has called certain people to be in your life some folks are family and you can't get away from them but at least you can peek their game and know how to act Watch, there are certain people in my life uh, that I am connected by, by physical blood, uh, that, are, that, are, uh, that are operating in the spirit of witchcraft, manipulation. And at the end of the day, listen, I will see you at family functions, but I'm only going to go this far and no further with you. Because I'm not allowing you to influence my actions, my activity. You're not your emotional outbursts and the things that you do to try and manipulate me into a response are not going to have any control of me. And so there are people that you have to get to the place where you discern and you ask God. And you say, you know what? Some people have to be at the table in order to fulfill scripture, but I'm not going to allow them to push me further than I'm called to go. Are you hearing me on this morning? And so I end today. I end today with this in mind. The enemy is like a roaring lion. This is the way that he is. He comes within 30 meters He comes close and sometimes his greatest attacks are based on proximity and you don't realize until, until he's right there. And this is what happens. So today your assignment, I'm going to give you homework. Make sure that you go and you assess all of the connections you have, all the relationships you have. You should do this seasonally to look and see. There's some people uh, that you're looking like uh, you're wearing snow pants in the summer. And the reason why is because there are certain relationships uh, that shouldn't have survived the last season and followed you into this one. And so you're outside with this 100 degree weather uh, and you're outside, you know, in snow pants. And so fact of the matter is, do an assessment of your relationships, and I encourage you to make sure that you protect your proximity. I hope this was encouraged with you. Go ahead and give the Lord some praise today.